Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of an X Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in, where I have various guests come on this podcast to talk about an X. We made it to episode 75, but before we jump into that, let's talk about 74. Episode 74 features my homegirl, Shanice, and a lot of y'all commented that she was very toxic in the situation. She said she did a lot of things to try to make it work, but he just wasn't affectionate. And from y'all listening to it, it was like, it was her fault. She should have left. Why she kept coming back? Why she destroyed the man home? He even got circumcised for her and it still didn't work out. It was a lot of like those type of comments. And I agree, it was a little bit toxic, but I think Shanice was really, she really liked the guy and really wanted it to work. I thank Shanice for coming on to the podcast to tell her story. It was a long time coming. I told her about this about two years ago and we finally got it done. So if you haven't heard episode 74, go back and listen. It's with everything niece. And make sure you give her a follow on YouTube and also IG. Now we up to episode 75, and it features one of my longtime friends, Mae Rich. He's one of the best tattoo artists in New York. He's also very animated. We grew up together. We played football in high school. We even did a podcast together. Now here we are having him on Views of an X. Now, this is a relationship I've seen growing up, and I thought they was going to last a long time. But, you know, some things come to an end, and he's finally here to tell his story. I was excited to have him on because I've seen this relationship growing up, and I just had questions about what was going on in between. How did it end? How did they make it work during high school, college, adult years? All of that stuff. So I'm glad he was able to tell his story. And also who I have co-hosted with me is the Oprah Rose show manager, Alyssa. Now, Tasha Talks couldn't be there, and I know Rich wanted her to be the co-host, but she couldn't make it. So I had to find someone to be that woman's voice, and Alyssa, she did a, a good job. I thank her for coming on. It was her first time doing something like this. She didn't know Rich from a can of paint, so it was perfect because she had a lot of questions for him. She even took over. I was like, God damn. But we made it happen. The episode came out great. I want to thank Rich for doing it. Um... You're gonna like it. So this is episode 75 featuring Made Rich. Make sure y'all like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app and give a good rating, give a review and a rating of this podcast because it helps people find the podcast. And also I have new merch available on viewsofanext.com. Go check that out and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Yeah, doing your thing. It's growing from word of mouth. I'll see y'all next time with a new episode. Thank y'all. Bye. So, this is an episode, I don't know if you know the backstory of this podcast, but the first person I sent the idea to was your baby mom. Oh, hey. Yeah. And she the one that was like, it's a bit messy, but I like it. <laughs> and gave me the green light. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go through with it. That's dope. So, thanks to his baby mom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, you're like, this is like your family. This is like yeah. your yeah. kids' sibling. I'm not even a god pop. Godfather, but oh, for this to be my kid's sibling, <laughs> that would mean that Lama 
I don't like that idea. Okay. Uh-uh. So L- let's not. Let's not. Right. I'm sorry. I, I forgot. People be like, don't nah, right. about cousin. that. Right. Cousin, yeah. God brother. So we're here today. Views of an ex. And I have my long-term, that's a long-term, long-time friend, Rich, made rich, tattoo rich, everything. And the third voice you hear is Alyssa, mm-hmm. manager, producer, just everything for the Oprah Rose show. Yes. And Black Girls Texting. I can't. I gotta, what is that? It's another um, black women-led podcast. They're dope. Black girls uh, sexting. Black girls texting. Texting. Yes. You said I sexting? Like, I don't like when black girls I thought text. you said sexting, too. Yeah, Oh, too. I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm from New York, so I talk a little fast sometimes. Yeah, that's cool. Black girls texting, I don't like that. Texting? Sexting. Texting. Yeah. Oh, she got a list. No, I don't. I don't know. List texting, got a list. Sexting. It I heard like sexting. Sexting. <laughs> I think y'all have dirty minds. <laughs> Might be. But I thank you for coming on to the podcast. You Anytime. my co-host today. And I need a woman voice here because Rich asked for Tasha, but Tasha couldn't make it. So I was like, who the next person I could find? And it was Liz. Because Liz be in the background, Oprah Rose. And I just... Beast I in would, the talk. I just know she want to talk. I'm crying. I just <laughs> like to also say, they want to talk about Liz. Lama oh cannot God. say my name correctly. It is Liz. So if you see me in the streets, <laughs> please do not call me Liz. We drinking, because, so it's going to be everything. Yeah. But. So I'm just, I'm warning y'all now that... My name is Liz, Got but you. continue. All yes, right. I do do Hold It Down for the Oprah Rose shows. That's my girls and Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Um, take a listen. Lama was just on our recent yes. podcast. Check that out. He I did, did a, a mini version of Views of an X on there. It was dope. Yes. Yeah. The light's off? Yeah, oh, it's a vibe. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this is going to be a sexy episode? Might not be sexy. You want to light a candle or something, too? Nah. Shit, if I had a candle, I'd light a candle. I just wanted to create my artistry ambiance. If you were a candle, what would you smell like? Apple, cinnamon, and maple. I'd be a fall candle. No, this ain't that okay. podcast. This ain't no... I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Life being off is crazy. All what right. you mean? This is a vibe, boy. <laughs> You're coming to my studio. It's an experience. Oh, my God. But, Rich, thank you thank you for coming on the podcast. What made you finally decide to come on? I used to always joke, joke about getting you on and just <laughs> with your situations you've been in. I just felt like I was ready. I kind of felt like I hit a point to where it was like, I'm good. Got mm. you. You know? Now, me and Rich been friends for like, what, almost 20 years? And I know nothing personal. Because, all right, you have friends that you tell your personal things to, and you have right. friends you hang out with. I want to, I want said, Rich is not my friend, right? Okay. I wanted to get, kick him in his face. Yeah, a little offended. But I consider a friend a person you could just talk to about anything. Right. Do it, just everything. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't mean it like, you don't fuck with him. It's just like, he, I just, that's yeah, not, that's I, not like the, when you something happens, like you don't call. No, got you. OK, so Rich has his friends that he could talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm in that boat. OK, so for me, y'all uh, are y'all are ex teammates. Yes. Football, um, so this is school. views of an ex teammate. Right. And ex podcast and ex podcast yeah. hosts. Damn, y'all's podcast hosts together. You can't talk. It's, that hurts my feelings. I'm not going to hurt my, for my feelings. Brothers. But it is what it is. I mean, I, as an adult, we talk we talk more now than we ever did. Okay. So, that's, so that's, now that's you're growth. friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, I know personal stuff about him now. Okay. So. Do you know this story? I know of it, but I don't know the the the, the juice of the it. Juices. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. This was two years ago. He said this. <laughs> <laughs> so like, don't make him so make I it seem like. Uh, yeah, I was giving eighteen. I'm on the outside looking in. Gotcha. So with this ex, he's speaking about. I used to look at it and be like, all right, they're going to be together for a long time. Okay. It just felt like that. Gotcha. So, okay. and Rich being ready to talk about it is just crazy to me. Well, before, let's see how ready you are. But without giving me any details, 
who who fucked up? I'm gonna say it in the grand scheme of things, I fucked up. Okay. Right. The fact that you can admit that shows me that you are ready to be honest. So I'm ready to right. hear the taking, story. Taking accountability. See mm-hmm. that? We love accountability right, so here. Before we start, Rich, tell the people who you are. Like, what do you do? Everything. Who's Rich? Who's Rich Wayne? Made Rich? Who's <laughs> so many Not the right? <laughs> so no, Rich Wayne is, is, that was is Henny Talk. Oh, is that the so Batman a, yeah. boy. thing? Yeah. So he used to put a Batman mask on, on the show. Ooh. And his name was Rich Wayne. Rich Wayne was in the game. <laughs> I came across that mask the other day. I ain't going to hold you. I should have brought it and just got in character. <laughs> but um, um, my name's Rich, Rich Wayne, Made Rich, uh, Richie Parker. If you know me from football, right? So many fucking aliases. Woo, woo. <laughs> if you from Left Rack, oh my god, <laughs> shout out Left to the Rack. city. Yeah. Um, I tattoo. I've owned a couple of tattoo shops. Think before you ain't tattoo studio. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> still own a brand. I'm still a man. Though. That's never going nowhere. But um, I'm also a visual artist. I paint. I do speaking engagements at schools. I think I'm just a full-on creator. I'll call mm-hmm. myself the Kanye of the tattoo industry. Kanye. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> All right. The pictures yeah. in here are dope. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the music that apparently Rich has made in, in the past. What you mean? Nah, don't do that because I'm going to just throw the shade on the llama. So I, don't I'm even not, bring that I'm not up. throwing shade. I'm just, I'm saying what I know. Nah, I know the pictures cool. are dope. I heard the music is not. That was hate llama. We can't all be great at everything. Right. I Stick can. to your craft and he's good at tattooing. Right. Y'all see my record by Dutat. He did that. <laughs> um, and he's supposed to be my first sponsor, but I wanted to get paid in tattoos and we just didn't work that. Gotcha. We might still could work that. <laughs> I will pay you in tattoos. What? I give the ink before the chicken. Ooh. Right. <laughs> I'm all for the bar the system. Shoot, I'm with it. It's a bar. Um, Should have wrapped. So <laughs> the ex we gonna speak about, you gotta give a fake name. And then briefly, you have to describe how that person looked. All right. So the ex we're gonna talk about, we're gonna call her Tink. Why Tink? <sighs> I don't know if I could do that without getting into the story. It, so it will come up in the story? Yeah. All right. So you pick Tink. All right, all right. Um, I, well, you know what? I could give a, a soft intro on Tink. Um, I would say at we we had a point where like that was like a mutual name. Mm-hmm. And that, right. was, that was my happy thought. Tink. Yeah. And that's from like Peter Pan? Yeah. All right, got you. Did um, you tattoo Tink on him? Tattoo Tink on him. <laughs> all right. That's probably like the cheesiest thing to do. <laughs> right, though. right. Like, let me get that take up out. Yeah, nah, that'd be that's trash, not what yeah. happened. Um, describe her five, six, seven, mm-hmm. athletic, mm-hmm. brown. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was it. I could give more details, yeah, but it's like, kind of like how does she dress? How does she sporty, she from? athletic, from Queens? So fly. Yeah. Long Super hair, fly, short hair. The pigeon toe, cocky bow legged stance. Uh, just had an aura. Liz, if I said it right? Nah, no. I was Liz, bro. Thank you. Liz, here in this description, what name would you come up with? I had um, Tiffany. Tiffany? Um, Maybe like Jennifer. I feel like like <laughs> girls from Queens named Jennifer, Damn. like Bianca. Be like yeah. fly. Bad girls, you know? All right. <laughs> That's mad funny. Or like Raquel, you know, from... Um, That's like Jamaican, though. No. What's what's that power show? Keen, like, Kanan. Because Rock is fire. I think she's super fly. All right. <laughs> um, and, like, that's what, that's what the description is giving me. Got you, got you. Yeah. Sporty no, no, chick. 
Yeah, none of those names. But okay. um, how did you meet? So at what age uh, were you at this time when you met? <sighs> Young. Young. This is like we met. I was probably 12. Wow. 12 when we met. We went to junior high school together. Okay, oh. okay, okay. Yeah, this was one of those. Sheesh. This is the first time I had kids. It started as kids. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. But 12? Definitely 12. And what was that know. vibe like? Was you the type to be like, beat the girl up to let them know that you like them? I definitely was. <laughs> like, it was the typical kid love that you watch on television. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, you know, you... You know you like them, but you act like you hate them. Right, right. So you were Q and she's Monica? I guess. Okay. Q, though. I mean, He was you know. aggressive. Right? Yeah, he was like, that was, he was like a gangster. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you like her first? I feel like it was mutual. Okay. On site. Mm. One of those. What kind of kid were you? Like, bad? Oh, he definitely gives This is a whole vibes. different podcast, for real. What kind of kid was I? Yeah. In school? Yeah. I feel like I've lived a double life my whole life. But um, in school, I was, mm -hmm. I was a cool kid. Mm -hmm. I was cool. I was in the mix. I wasn't too much. I was a cool kid that went to class. Because you know you got to be cool yeah, kids yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't go to class. That'd be in lunch or you know? Stay in yeah, school, yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. stay in school. Um, I was always an artist, so I always had like a reclusiveness to me. And, um, but at home, yeah. I was like, oh, it was ugly. <laughs> what, you, what you mean by home that? wasn't cool like I wasn't a neighborhood cool kid okay, okay I was I feel like I was very comfortable myself at a young age so at home like I was bullied you was bullied swear to god yeah and you was in left rack at the time no where did you live this is young this is Cunningham I don't know where that's at but by Gabby's Pizza shout out to Gabby's Pizza I got some pizza on the way but it ain't Gabby's it's Danny's but we gonna say shout out to Gabby's I remember Gabby's was $1.50 a slice what is it $7 now it's Queen's probably like Three fifty plus tax. No soda. Fuck is paying seven dollars for picture that. But um, yeah. So I kind of fake lived the double life in my childhood, you know. So I, I came to school and it was like I fit in. I yeah, yeah. Home. That's I dope. Didn't fit in. It's dope, but it was weird. And I feel like it had a like it trickled over to my adulthood a lot. Mm. The being bullied part or the 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 transition the dualities. Of, the, all right, got you, got you. All right, we're gonna get okay. there. We're gonna get there. I'm, I'm trying to remember that. Remember that. Yes. What he said. All I right. will. I so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you think Tink liked about you as a kid? Um, I think our chemistry kind of just hit quick. It, like, we didn't have to think about anything. At 12? Yeah. Damn. Like, it was just like, uh, this is it. You know? Um, I felt like at that age, we were, we were just in sync. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it wasn't really much to think about. Mm -hmm. I don't, I know on my end, it wasn't kind of like a, yo, go talk to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like girls though, it's kind of like, oh, whatever, <laughs> gossip. But um, it wasn't anything that either of us had to be talked into as far as like clicking. And how was she as a kid? Like she's calm and cool, just. Super calm, super cool. Same still? But um, yeah, I don't feel like things have changed from much from either of us gotcha. to what, you know, to what I know at this point. I, well, not to this point, but you know, yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't think things have changed because through, through the terms of the relationship, I don't feel like neither of us changed much as mm -hmm. far as personalities. Right, right. But, um, I just felt like. I'm close a little bit. All right. I felt like we were 
happy. All right. Oh my it's god. I'm about yeah. to start crying. Don't do that. It's giving real love. That's, Mary J. Blige. Now, <laughs> now I came in and I seen it from the outside because he introduced us to her. Mm-hmm. She went to a different high school. We oh, went to the same high school. Wow. So when he introduced us. Wait, so you saw her in, in the neighborhood? Like, how did you meet junior her? High school. Junior high school. Junior high school. school. Okay, yeah. then you went to separate high schools. So Got when it. it came to picking high schools, right? Yeah. She chose her way, you chose your way. Uh-huh. How, did, how did you feel about that? Did y'all make it official in junior high school? The crazy thing is, like, we was. I was in high school. She was in junior high school. Oh, Because we okay. were a year apart. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. We were a year apart. And that's when, like, things got official. Gotcha. But um, I just felt like we were just, it wasn't like a, oh, we got to go to the same high school. Gotcha. It wasn't that because we played two different sports. So it's kind of like we just What's had to What's best for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. We had to do All what right. we had to do. And just for Star and Sign Twitter, what sign are you and what sign is she? I'm a mm. Capricorn. Oh, you're the first Capricorn man I ever actually like. Like I'm a Capricorn right. as well. Okay. Oh. Happy um, shout out to you. Shout out to me. <laughs> yeah, um, Jesus sign. You, you know that's yeah. the same thing. I'd be like, Capricorn's the best sign. Jesus yeah, was a Capricorn. Yeah, yeah. Michelle Obama's a Capricorn. <laughs> you can't get no better than Ooh, that. Us Gemini's got a lot of. We're we're gonna move on from that. <laughs> anyway. Um, and what sign is she? Virgo. I knew you were gonna say Virgo. That is our. That is our like. It's a perk that that, that, that yes, like every Virgo man I've ever had a crush on or like yeah. liked the love of my life. Like really? Yeah, we just they just get it. Like Virgos understand. Capricorns are very much so like we want to be successful, and in order to be success- successful, you have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And so people that deviate from plans don't mesh with Capricorns because you're not trying to get to where we're trying to get to. Like we have a vision that from like young. Him. That sounds like <laughs> him. That's, that's the truth. We have a vision from young. Our goal it is to be me. successful, and whatever it means to be successful, yeah. we know how to get there. And so Virgos understand planning and understand mm, the goal. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. So I knew it was, I knew she was a Virgo. Wow. Yeah, this is real love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward a little bit. Uh-huh. So yeah, she chose a high school. Mm-hmm. We chose Bayside and um, we brought her around. Mm-hmm. We got to see who she was. And it was like, you could see like, all right, they really fuck with each other. Wow. So for me looking from the outside in, I'm like, yeah, she's going to be, she's going to be around for a long time. This is in high school that you guys are seeing this? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you could just see it. But I don't know. It's like, weird. It's, it was young, but you could just see that they had like a little bond there. Yeah. Um, so, going forward. Whoa. Yeah, so going forward in high school, right? So, you went to two different high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that dynamic like? Like, how did y'all keep the tight bond and, and did it mess up your relationship? I think going to two different high schools was a whole another culture culture shock when it came to our relationship. I felt like if my memory stands correct, my memory is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got extremely close as I was going into high school. Going into so that summertime. Yeah. Um, I could also be lying. So anybody listening, don't fact check me. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> whether I'm right as far as going into the high school or not, I know going to two different high schools was a little complicated for me. Um, and you guys not, were official, right? No. Okay. We weren't official. Still just like super cool. cool. Just the vibe gotcha. was just there. Cool. Okay. Um, I was, I was in a whole different relationship. In okay. high school. 
Going into high school. Going into high school. All right. In a whole first one? relationship going into high school. Yeah. yeah but like, 13, I guess I, I started out wrong early. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll honestly say that. All right. Because I, you know, it's like, I knew that was there, but I knew that's not what was here. Mm. You know? Mm, yeah. And um, Young love. Young love. Young, 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 young dumb shit. Um, going into high school, I, yes, yes. I was in a whole nother one. I got to give a fake name for that one. Um, I'm going to call that. Where's she from? Queens. But what part? Went to junior high school, her too, but we were in the same grade. But what part of Queens she Ooh, from? Other side, South Side. Yeah, let's I call started. Side. Let's call it South Side. That early, we're gonna call it South Side. Yeah. But um, and I feel like that also kind of ties back into just the duality of just my life, life of mm-hmm. being like cool yeah. in school and like bullied at home. So it was always kind of like a duality for me going through, you know. Now um, they will always see the cool side of you in school. Regardless, they would see so, the cool side of me at home. But in all honesty, I was just bullied at home because I was too cool for them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I was extremely comfortable with myself very yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. young. I was I was me. And I wasn't going to conform to any scenario. Gotcha. You know, so yeah. it was one of those. You know, it wasn't like, oh, no. Nah, I was just, you weren't used to someone being themselves. Right, yeah. right. That's me. <laughs> you know? Being llama, right? That's what y'all call it. Yeah. But um, for the sake of my story, I'll just keep it the focus on that. The yeah. Like, skip that little relationship that I had in the interim. But um, dealing with Tink in high school was complicated only because, all right, now I'm coming from like, all right, I'm, I'm cool in junior high school. I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with at home. And now I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm in high school. I'm a football player. I'm on varsity as a football player. I'm the man here. The bitches are flocking. OD. As a freshman. <laughs> what? Shoot, me and Chris, I'll say his name. I don't need to fucking. Now, you know, yeah, it's cool. The mutual, we, I mean, yeah. What? We were the freshmen coming in, like with the braids, like we on varsity. We was the tag team duo. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and it was just like, all right, it was the, the television high school life that you see about football players. So you went to a diverse high school. So Extremely. It was like, yes. I know. Yeah, Bayside was very diverse. A little so. bit of everything over yeah, there. It's, it's everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. So, like, that was a whole new world for me and just a whole new arena. It's kind of like, all right, I it's solidified. Like, I'm I'm valid. Okay. You know? So, you weren't really thinking about Tink too much. It was, like, football, bitches, high school. I was, but it was also football bitches in high schools were in my face. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she was still in the background. Like, you were still like, I still kind of fuck with this girl. Like, yeah. she's still Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Definitely. Because I always wondered, looking from the outside, how did you manage? Because you did have a relationship in high school. In high school. And we still always see Tink around still. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how is Rich doing this? What Would you consider it was cheating, right? Would you say, like, was it your first time? At times it was. Like, yeah, gotta be at times time. it was. At times it weren't. It wasn't. All right. But both parties knew about... Yeah. Each other. Yeah. Maybe, like, they might not have known it, like, 100% fact of what was happening at the times. Right. Yeah. But they each knew of each other. Who knew more? Tink or your girl? We got to give her a fake name, right? She's going to be... She's going to play a little part in this. Tink. Tink definitely knew more. Okay. So Tink knew what it was, but she was like... I'm not. Now, I'm not going to say she knew what it was. Because I feel like at this age, we say, you know what it was. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you knew what it was. Mm. She ain't know what it was. Gotcha. She ain't know you. You, you were still kind of like, you were telling partial the truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were like, was... "There's this girl," but like, it's not that serious. When it was that serious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was... Man, 
it was the beginnings of all the the fuckery. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I Toxic say that at a young age. Up. Yeah, so, at a young age. And he was with this girl in high school for a minute. So it was like, what, two or three years out of the four? On and off. And realistically, I just felt like that was me kind of like conforming to the high school life. Mm. Yeah. It's the the football player with the cheerleading captain. And it was just like a... It looked good. It looked yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I've, I don't know. It was It looked good and it was kind of like... Easy. Easy. And it was like helping me solidify my coolness. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. So okay. looking at that relationship, uh-huh. it was total opposites. This is the high school. High school. Okay. Cheer- yeah, we gotta name her so we could like. Um, she could just be cheerleader. Cheerleader. Yeah. So cheerleader was opposite of rich. Like she was, honestly, a little ditzy, like okay. a little, just not street smart at all. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Tink, it's like, all right, she's down to earth. She's urban. Like she. Like they match because mm-hmm. he was into to, to Jordans and stuff like that. She was into Jordans and stuff like that. So it just looked better than Cheerleader and Rich. Okay. So this is a movie. Cheerleader is the girl that like you start out with that like is supposed to be she your perfect there. match. This is but a movie. like Tink is like literally like the one, the one that makes the most sense. <laughs> right. Like the literally everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously they should be together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, looking at Cheerleader, I was just like, why is he with her? I, I never got it. I never got it. And well, how long were you and cheerleader together? On and off throughout high school. Okay. Yeah, I just never... I was on and off with them both throughout high school. It was always a back and forth. Mm. It was bad. Yeah, so we just accepted it. She was just in the picture. But looking at Tank, it was like, ah, I see that connection. Gotcha. So going forward, all right, so they both knew about each other. How did... Did your role change with each person? Like, did you change Rich... I don't ever change me with nobody I'm with. So you was the same person with both? I was the same person. I honestly, like, just back to how Liz said, it was easier. Yeah. It was easier. It was easier to deal with cheerleader because it was kind of like, all right, we're doing something after school. All right, we're all here at school. You know? Yeah. Like, it was, it was a convenience. Yeah, an extreme convenience. Um, I, don't, I don't regret anything about yeah. it at all. I don't really feel like I regret much in life. But, um... It was it was a space filler, bro. As oh. a young kid, like, did you feel full with cheerleader? No. You felt full with... I felt like I was fulfilling the image of what a football player is supposed to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. You know, I felt like I, at that pocket of life, I really hit, like, a fitting a mold because I was extremely moving out of what I was dealing with outside. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and even going into high school, I don't know, you probably don't know because you assumed this was left rack. I was <laughs> I was in Cunningham my freshman year. Oh, I didn't know that. No, 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 not my freshman year. I was in Lefrak. I was in Lefrak. But I moved to Lefrak as I was going into high school. Got you, got So you. it was really like a complete so, change of environment from high school mm, to, to life. Right, right, right. You know, and even in Lefrak, it was kind of like, all right, I'm starting anew. I was just starting anew everywhere. Sheesh. You know, so, you so it was kind of like, yeah, you had I was like... fully into this find anew. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm going to be new everywhere. Extremely. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So putting her through all this adversity and like making her deal with what she dealt with, what was the final straw either on her end or your end that made you say, all right, fuck everybody else. I'm, I'm about to focus on Right, you. right. And this happened in high school or after? High school. I felt like if I ever hit that point mm-hmm. of what you're talking about, 
we wouldn't be having this podcast. Okay. So mm. I, I felt like she was with me through the majority of, she was with me through, yeah, the majority of my maturation, but just wasn't able to see it through with me. Got you. You know? So you never got to that point where with it her. was, got you. With her. And like, that's where things just, I'm, that's where I am happy that she was able to take herself out of it. Mm. You know, because it, it would have been a, I don't know if I ever would have been mm. able to hit that point with her. Um, I'm not going to say, I, I will never say she enabled anything, but just knowing that someone just going to be there for you with your bullshit always, it might make you not ever get out your bullshit. Yeah. Right, right. I had tons of episodes like that. People saying that, you know, like she allowed it. If she, she knew. Uh, shit like that. Like, so she had to get up out of it, and it's like I, I have to respect it. It helped her. It helped me. I mean, it could have been the same on her end. Like you were her comfort zone. Like it's not always. I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily put her as a victim, or uh, even just like a participant. A participant. More so, just like sometimes there's just you. You can't explain it to people as to like why someone is your comfort zone, and you can't explain like why you do the mm. things that you do with them. But it just always makes sense to you like to why you parties. can't let them go yeah, yeah. so Definitely. there is no like victim or perpetrator it's just us i don't mm. know I, I feel like we were growing yeah I, I was about to say that y'all growing with each other in sync like in, in sync just like just growing um i just talking about the comfort zone and joint and just the reason why i chose to call her tink mm-hmm. um, i'm big on peter pan mm. why is that um i'm i'm like I say the past few years, I kind of like really started to dive deep into. I never got into just Peter Pan. just the psychology behind the story. I've never growing up. Never growing up, you know. Um, the original story of Peter Pan is just like he's a kid. He doesn't grow up. He is surrounded by a whole bunch of other kids who don't want to grow up, and he's the leader of the Lost Boys. Well, I never see. I never looked at Peter. I was a kid, so you I didn't know. know what was going on. He's a leader of a whole bunch of kids who are lost. Mm-hmm. And who is his his happy point and like keeping him enabling, even though I hate to say the word enable because I don't want y'all to feel like she enabled anything. I feel like it was a mutual thing and we were just kind of going back and forth because we went back and forth a lot. Like it was like, don't, we went back and forth and it was like nobody kind of like put their foot down and hit the hole, you know? So that person in Peter Pan is Tink, Tinkerbell. You know, she's the fairy. She is the mm-hmm. happy point. She is everything that's telling you to be like, all right, you could just stay here in this fucking place of La La Land. Mm. No. Now, I don't know if y'all are into like, y'all are not into Peter Pan at all. I, no, I, I have to see it as an adult. As an adult. I feel like I'm going to take full control of this interview. <laughs> so, so, all right. <laughs> you want to take it back? You no, want to no, take no, it go back? Ahead, no, go ahead. Get, get into your Peter Pan shit. All right. So, um, the movie Hook now, that's Peter Pan. No, that's Peter I, Pan's Hook is a Peter Pan movie. Yeah, yeah. But it's the um like Hook side, Captain Hook side, right? It's not the Captain Hook side. It, is it's not a cartoon. Robin it's Robin Williams, yes. Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel like that's I feel like that is like the second part of I feel like that is my journey through this relationship. As far as you like, explain that. As far as growing up. Yeah, yeah. And that version of the movie, Peter Pan's a grown man. See, I never seen either. Or he's a grown man. It's actually, like a good one. He yeah. um, he hit a point to where and he stumbles across Captain Hook. 
in the movie. That's the that's the his enemy. That's his enemy, but that's always been his enemy. Oh, right, right. You See, know, I don't watch it. It's more this. so just like he's coming back and they're like, Why did you leave? Why did you do th- why did you grow up? And he was like, I had to. Like I had to grow up. I had to do this. They're like basically he matured and grew and they did it. And they're kind of just everyone's kind of like, I don't understand why you chose the path that you did. Mm, yeah. And they're just trying to explain it to each other. And then I think kind of like all movies, at the end of the day, they they find some sort of happy medium where they're still like they're getting mature, but they're not like losing the childish side. Got you, got you. So what part you um relate to in that movie? I feel like so as far as hook goes, I say I relate to that because I feel like going through healing of the ups and downs of our relationship, I hit a point to where it was kind of like all work. Mm-hmm. It was all work, and I got to a point to where it's like I just forgot about my childhood and I forgot about what made me happy. You know, I I didn't know how to integrate my shadow into like my current and just find a balance. Mm. So I feel like that was also just a recipe for disaster because all it was, it was the other extreme. Got you. You know, I feel like at that at that time, prior to Hook and just on Peter Pan young with her i was just so into life Mm. i was into life i was into my new i was into my new high school i was into parties my parties i was into being a varsity football (laughs) player and and having a name a name and what what you mean a name like just the being a a good football player for cheap bro i came to school and i was somebody okay okay you know having a name like it was legit like every high school football movie you see we live yeah. that life. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of crazy how factual these movies are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the newspapers, the news. Yes. Yeah, Walking like in with your varsity jackets. Yeah. You wouldn't think that happens in New York, but it does. <laughs> it does. Granted, yeah. we probably had like 30 people at our games. But right. in the school, it's like. <clears throat> you were that nigga. Yeah, they're yeah. making the announcements in the morning. Like, hey, face on my football team, you know? Yeah. It, it was weird, but it was like. You never took advantage of that. I should have been the man. Lama was the most underrated football player, <laughs> and I will say that on record. He was. Underrated. I just. I should have took advantage. I, I think back as an adult, like, damn, why? Why I didn't act like the man? I didn't act like I was nice, or I used to be true. humble. I used to be like, yeah, okay. And that, and that alone is kind of like you should have. Yeah, but you weren't. It wasn't me. It wasn't you, and it was you. wasn't thinking about the image. No. He wasn't thinking about what doing that could do for you. Because think about the homies who was fire and made the most wave on our team post mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. We, it was just high school. Homies walked, not, nah, but homies walked like they were the man. So made more people look and it just opened more opportunities. That's true. You know, yeah, that, yeah. like that's just the industry. Yeah. You know, in all industries. But, you know, it's, you kind of got to like look the part for people to even look your way. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that late. I learned that now. So it's like, I always got to look like somebody or look good. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's yeah. just the game you got to play. Mm-hmm. And I, that definitely was like a, a big downfall in our situation too. That part. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. So the dynamic changes. So y'all in high school, uh-huh. what is dates like? Going like Applebee's and... Dates is anytime we're together. Mm-hmm. That what There was times we'll just link up in Burger King. 
Yeah, yeah. And just sit for hours and just talk. <laughs> did you did you take her on actual dates? Yeah. Okay. Def- no, 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 no. We went on dates, like, our, our own kind of personal dates. I was very close with our family, so mm-hmm. we do, like, group things. Um, But, yeah, dates were regular. And it was still, like, it's not my boyfriend. No, 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 no. always no. here. High school, we back and forth. Yeah. We're, oh, we're so either together are. or we're not. Gotcha. And most of the times... We were still together when we weren't together in high school. Like, it was, yeah, yeah. What you think she's seen in you, like, just growing up? So she's seen you as a young kid? I think she saw me as me. At all all points. At all points. I feel like she saw past the me happy I'm somebody now. You know, Mm -hmm. I think she saw the purest version of me. I feel like she was... It's factual. She was the last person to be with me before I was anyone. Got you. So like, like even she saw me in my role. She never like was insecure about like just how you was. You had a car. You had you was a football player. You was a star football player. You had a car. You it's mass like stuff as you you're growing. You could just look at somebody and be like, yeah, he's gonna be out here or yeah, he, he's gonna be doing this probably. And I, was there in, any insecurities in there? I don't feel like she was insecure until I gave her a reason to be. Got you. Lovely. And he was like, she was just, he was just innocent in her eyes. And until I wasn't. But then even at that, it was kind of like, I feel like we just got each other so well to where yeah, it's kind of yeah, like, yeah. we just talked through it. That's you know? dope. And yeah. like I said to Alyssa earlier, she knew more than cheerleader. Yeah. So she always had the I was going to say, I feel like when you, when you feel like you have the upper hand, it's like, well, obviously he's not going to lie. Like he's telling mm. me the truth that he's not telling such and such, or cheerleader. So obviously, like, I'm going to know. And then, like, that moment when you find out you didn't know as much as you thought you did. Then embrace like, the trust. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. Like, how much of this was a lie? How much mm-hmm. of this did I not know? That's like when you start, that's when everything starts to crumble. Because up until that point, you really, truly feel like I could never, like, he would never lie, obviously, because he's telling me all these things. Got you. What, um, we're going to get out of high school a little bit, but we're going to stay in the part she played a sport. She was a star player in the sport. How did you view her in that light? I was, I was her cheerleader just as much as she was my cheerleader. Got you. All right, all right. When it came to that, it's like, yo, do your thing. It was never like, yo, come to me and come take my path because I want you to be with me. It was like, nah. Well, some people could be jealous. Nah, never. All right. I think that's whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you be with somebody and be jealous of what they're doing. Yeah. Like, you should Because I've seen that happen with my friend. They both was playing a sport. One was better than the other. One rode the bench. Mm. But he was jealous. It it was a girl. Mm. She was a soccer player. He was a baseball player. He rode the bench. She was excelling. How do you say Excelling. Excelling in soccer. And he would hate, kind of. Like, bring her down. Like, you're not that good. Like, like, that type of stuff. That's whack. Yeah, yeah. All right, just I was never that way. Hope you wasn't like that. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's why for anybody to like to be jealous of anything that their partner's doing. It's like if that's the case, and it's like, what are you even with them for? And yeah. it's like, what kind of what are you really trying to build? Like y'all not gonna be able to build anything with any kind of power if you just want them to be beneath you. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case and you want them to be beneath you, you better be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? But even then, like the part your partner should add something to your relationship, regardless of what At it all is. Times, yeah. But you would be astonished about how many men are jealous mm-hmm. of the success that their women have, and try and put them down to like 
feel important uh, when it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. But that's another point. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Ep- yeah, <laughs> they still healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now moving on, like, mm-hmm. all right, so you, your mindset, graduating. Mm-hmm. Did y'all speak about that? Yeah. And that shift. And that, even that was kind of like a, not kind of like, it was definitely like, yo, you get any offers, you know, like what's happening on your end. It was ex- always extremely supportive. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was never like a, we have to be together through school. It was, we don't have to yeah. go to the same school. Granted, like yeah, it would have been beautiful. It was like, yeah, we both got scholars to the same spot. Yeah, yeah. But it, w- it was definitely supportive. Like, I, cause I went to prep school after high school. Right. Um, I did six months in at Hargrave military. And um, even with that, like, it was sad. Mm-hmm. Extremely sad. I remember leaving for the airport. That shit was bad. I remember my, <laughs> it was, I think it was crying. my mom. Yeah, my yeah. mom was like, I'm doing all that for like, you don't understand, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was always support, and we just knew what we had to do because we were athletes before we even got together. So it was kind of like we we knew the type of time we was on, and I kind of think that definitely. You never thought together. it would be over. I, nah, right. I didn't think school was gonna tear us apart. Shit, it happened to me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think school was gonna tear us apart at all. Because even with that, like I was away every time I came back home. Like I came back home. Mm-hmm. It was, and when you have like. Real love, no shade. Mm-hmm. But like when it's real, nobody else matters. Yeah. Mm. So even if even if you have something somewhere else, because out of sight, out of mind, once you're done with that or once you're not in that position anymore, I'm back with my my thing. Like this mm. this is home. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going home. And that was your mindset, basically. Yeah. All right. It was a little easier for me because I went to old boys prep school. But oh, so there really was no, no distraction. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, shifting off into your college years, so you are growing. Mm-hmm. Mindset is on what? Still football. Mindset was definitely on football, and um, then it opened up to tattooing. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the fucking. All right, wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> And now we gotta get into detail. Like, yeah. right. like, wait, 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 even before we get there, I have a question. Talk to me. Did you, did she take your virginity or did you take hers? Oh, that's a good question. I never asked that. If you can't answer it, that's fine. But I think that plays a big part in it. Like, I just know, like, the person who took my virginity, I'm always gonna have a connection with them. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. I feel like I'm set up by asking, being asked. Oh, I'm this sorry. Question. I mean, if if if, if I'm going to answer because it didn't seem like it was off the table. Okay. And I think I never thought about I that because that is true. I think you got the rundown of what was. I used to be a virgin slayer. That's crazy. Okay. I have like five of those. That's I, interesting. I want to know if they all think about me. <laughs> yeah, I took her virginity. Interesting. Uh, that definitely plays a big, big, big part in it. So as a woman. When that mm-hmm. happens, you always have that connection with the man. Yeah. Depending, so depending, I think I think on... positive or negative, like if I don't remember anybody, if you don't remember anybody, you remember the first person who took your virginity. The person who took my virginity and I had a friendship before we were together, before we had sex. Like he definitely held it down. He did a lot that a lot of men don't do for virgins. Like taught me about like, this is what should happen after you have sex as a woman. Like you need to do this to make sure... Your body is fine. Like oh, he was experienced. Yes, he. Oh. I I date older men, so like oh, and been oh. since I started dating. So he held it down. Like 
he told me a lot. Like he was like, you are, you're going to want to have sex all the time. Like you're going to feel like stuff that you're going to feel like it's deeper than it is. Like it may be deeper. It may not be deeper, but like, just be careful. Like, don't feel like after sex, we have to be together. I want to be with you. But like, if you don't want to do that, it's fine too. Just a lot. Like he took care of me that in a way that men don't do. And even my mom, like we'll never get back together. But like my mom is like the person that took my child's virginity was her first everything. I'm always going to love him, care about him because I was her first. Wow. And so knowing that you were her first makes a lot of sense into like why she was there for a lot of things. Just because that connection is just always going to be there. Because like I said, regardless of anybody else, you will, no one can take that place. Man. I, that's, I get it. I think that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> it was still just like y'all were just like that deep it had nothing to do with it because realistically it's like I wasn't really experienced before me and her like did that mm. we were together before we did that I feel like our connection held a lot more precedence than yeah, our first right. sexual encounter but that does make sense though which, which that shit was funny though we fell off the bed <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy but um like I yeah I don't I don't know gotcha because we were we were just solid as friends I think our friendship set precedent over everything. Hmm. Hey. I think it's. I think it's both. But you're also speaking from a woman's yeah. perspective. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm literally. I'm not putting anything on her. I just think the fact that you were friends and like had that deep connection, plus you being t- taking her virginity, played a part in things. And that's just literally just thinking about like my situation. It okay. could be completely different for her, and maybe I'm you know speaking out of turn. But mm-hmm. just knowing that information, know. yeah, we won't know. So I'm not going to put that on you, Tink. You know, let me not speak for you. Um, but that's just my opinion. And I was curious because I'm lazy. Got you. All good. <laughs> Dang, where I was at? So getting into tattooing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're a football player. Telling her that you want to be a tattoo artist. What's the reaction? Still supportive? Per usual, supportive. In the corner, I started tattooing in her crib. I was wow. doing my really? first bullshit tattoos in her guest room. I I might people have, up too, right? I might have gotten my Heavy-handed. equipment shipped to her crib. I don't remember. I, I don't remember if I got it shipped to her crib or not. But um that was my first setup. Mm. You know? And what what was her support look what did her support look like? It was just seamless, effortless. It was like It's not like you're doing good at football. You don't wanna nah, it not was point you in a direction. Whatever I was with. I've always been a confident person. Gotcha. So it's like she she saw that fire in my eye and it was like, do it. Mm-hmm. Get to it. It's like, all right, I'm gonna promote you. You're gonna tattoo my friends. Mm. Like it it was effortless support. And shit, yeah, I wish I yeah. had that when I was DJing. Yeah. He said, right. the girl I was with said, You wanna be a DJ so you could be a thought. I said, What? Oh nah. <laughs> not because I love music. Not you you see a music tattoo on me. Not she be- was insecure. Definitely. She was insecure. That's when I had to let her go. I was like, yeah. But um, that's good that she was very yeah. supportive. She was supportive. Her family was supportive. Because, like, I'm tattooing in her crib, so her people's got to know. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, w- it was just love across the board. Mm. That's dope. I, that's dope. What was her family relationship like? Like, was she super close to her parents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, they, they Both were close parents? family. Yeah. All right. Wow. Definitely close rough. family. And how did they view you? Like a son? I was family. Gotcha. I easily. That's going to come in. I got more questions later on about that part. About like when things end, how do you 
separate. Yeah, with the family as well. Like, that shit is hard. It's hard. It was extremely. Yeah, but I'm going to come back to that. Okay. So, transitioning to tattooing, you ditch football. Well, you took you took a, I didn't ditch football. I mean, you took a, you took some time off of I school. Took a year at school. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't me ditching football. It was like it was during the recession. All right. Oh eight. I was at school on a full scholarship. I was already tattooing while I was a freshman in college. Oh, in the dorm. Yeah. Man, so, unsanitary. Um, super unsanitary. But it's cool. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that got a dorm room special. You heard? <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I ended up leaving school just because I was making a lot of money tattooing and my mom had lost a job during the recession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So yeah. like, it wasn't like I'm leaving for tattooing. It's I'm leaving because the family's kind of fucked up. I don't want to lose our apartment. And like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to tattoo because I'm here. Gotcha. Like, See, I never knew that. I, I thought you just love tattooing and you nah. just took a, a year off. Nah, 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 nah. Like, oh. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I love football too much. I, man, boy, that's the only thing I do regret. Not really <laughs> playing football. I played football, but like tattooing became a side chick that became a main chick. Silly. That was easy to dish for me. Why? Well, nah. It was a lot that bro. played into that. I still want to hit niggas. <laughs> I swear to God. I, boy, it, it took me. I probably kind of got over football last season. What you mean? Did last year? Yes, bro. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> that shit hurts. <laughs> nah, I've been over it. Because I graduated one more year to play. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, football. Yeah, football just hit or miss. I knew I could be. I was good at it, but I was like, I don't want to go back to that. And seeing like our peers make it to the NFL was like, I was depressed. Wait, yeah. you have NFL friends? Yes. Oh boy. Are they married? Shyly. Yes. Yeah. Never mind. So seeing that, I was like, Yo, I was in that boat. I could have made that shit. Yeah. It was like a possibility. I probably could have made that. So that shit, I was depressed. Word? Especially when Dawson made it, yo. <laughs> Word? Dawson oh, this is Lama being a hater again. I was, right. no, I, <laughs> you, I told, no, I told, this, I don't think I told, I don't think I hated though. on Jovan because I always thought Jovan, Jovan was good. Jovan didn't go to the league though. But he was right there. He, he could have made it. Anyway. Yeah, but, back, well, back to on. the topic. Hold on. But I told him that I was hating. <laughs> all right, so you told him. I told him. Right, and I cool. told Dawson. All right, we'll get out there. Anyway, all right, so back to the story. You transitioning into tattooing and you're making a name for yourself early. Yeah. This is part of the downfall of the relationship? I feel like this was like the snowball that just got bigger and bigger and bigger until it was the avalanche. And like, that But why is that? Like, So now just going back to like my childhood mm-hmm. and like just coming up young, living two kind of different lives as far as home and in school. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was the second wave of stardom. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know. So it's like being in, going to Bayside again. But you're in a new field. And starting a whole new industry. And at that point, I did not know how to handle it. As far as like separating reality from fiction. You know, as far as like maneuvering with people. Because it's like, all right, now we're like young adults. Mm -hmm. And I was amongst the first wave of somebody's to become somebody. You got to explain that. So, so, all right, boom. When I, when I had my spark, mm-hmm. I was one of the first to have their sparks. In tattooing. In us, in our network. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I want to say, what are you, like, what are you talking about? In our so network. So as, as your peers, your, your friends, yes. your everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. You know, nobody was doing anything. No had, one was doing anything They had yet. potential. Like, I, I always say, I'm not from Queens. 
But I hate, I hate how Queens people are. You're not going to bestow Excuse any me? Queens hate not on like, this episode. I'm going to explain yeah. it. See, I'm about, to, I'm about to make it land right now. Yes, so, please make it land. I feel like Queens people are geniuses when they come up with ideas, mm-hmm. but they never stick to them. I and don't I, think you should make that a Queens thing. Well, I know a lot of Queens people. That's okay, that and that's them. That's, how does that hate? How because many, how many so crews, many how many businesses and things you've seen and they just never stuck with it from Queens people? All right, I'm going to give you my logistic answer to this. And it's because even though you deny you're from Queens, you know. I know a lot of Queens people. I'm going to, let me finish. That's what you usually do on podcasts. <laughs> right. I'm going to say being that you know more Queens people than you know any kind of people, your pool is Queens for, people. Yeah, it's Queens people. Right. So realistically, there are those kind of people everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if you know only Queens people, then mm-hmm. that's the only pool that you're digging from. Mm-hmm. I j- I've just seen things. I was like, that's a good idea. Because that's you a good. only follow Queens people. Right. And you're in a Queens. <sighs> that's Yeah, that's. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying. Not I'm my not, Harlem friends. They stuck with they. You drink. have seven Harlem friends, bro. <laughs> I've right. met Harlem friends. <laughs> but Silk City, they're still going. They never. I don't want no shameless plugs on my episode. <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like, yeah, I felt like that. That was that was a thing. But you, yeah, out of your peers, you was the one that I was hot. We early. was looking at you. Yeah, yeah. You was in your early twenties when this happened. Everybody, bro, still I was trying to nineteen. Out. Really? Yes. I didn't know it was that early, bro. I was. Everybody was trying to figure themselves out. I was Shining going early, you know, and it was like, I have no one to look at for guidance. I know nobody who's tattooing. I don't have any peers who are really doing it. So I'm just here taking on this light with no one to reach out to for guidance. That, I have another question. And we don't have to get into Just ask your questions. Don't I know I am. But I, I just want to, <laughs> I want to preface it that like, we don't need to get into what they are, but do you have daddy issues? Um, I feel like, Every person who grew up without their father. Yes. I just. Wait, wait. Oh, wait, I want to know why you, finish, you can finish your thing. Yes. I feel like every person that grew up without their father has underlying daddy issues. They 100%. But I feel like this was more so of an entrepreneurship issue. Yes. I, it wasn't a daddy. It could have been a woman. I didn't know any entrepreneurs. Mm. Period. Okay. You know, it was that kind of issue. That was just another question I had. But it, it frames who you are as a person. And I yeah. just want the stigma of daddy issues to not be solely women. Like men have mm-hmm. daddy issues too, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like right, right. it's it's a I it's a thing. When it comes to guidance, especially when it comes yeah, to- that's kind of that's where the question like yeah. came from because it was just like you don't have any guidance. Because even if my mom isn't an entrepreneur, but if I was to have a business, I would ask her questions. And so just the way you were framing that kind of made okay. me seem like okay, like you don't have anyone to ask anything. So was there like not? A person there. I think if mm-hmm. like I lived with my dad at the time, mm-hmm. he still wouldn't have been able to guide me through that. Okay, just because he didn't have his own business. Got you. Because it was just so much coming at such a young age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you had like, to. I don't know. So you had to do things the rich way. Like, Od. Figure it out. Yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. You know, put some paint on the canvas. That shit don't look good. Paint over it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're making all this money. You're having all this attention. At a young age. Where's Tink? Rodden. But are you stepping out on Tink? <sighs> yeah. 
Okay. Nothing was she, like yeah. <laughs> it was. Now, I was, was you everywhere. Honest, you bro. was honest with her when it came to that, or did um, she pick it up? I feel like sometimes I was, sometimes I wasn't. Mm. There were times I were honest. There were times I wasn't. Yeah. Was she still like your actual girlfriend, or was it kind of like I, I still fuck with you, I love you, I want you here, but like I need to focus on this. Just like high school, you went on and off. Gotcha. You know, like I'd be on something else, she'll be on something else, mm-hmm. we'll be back with each other. And it was just kind of like a, I felt like she was kind of just waiting for me to get it. Together, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, she'd be supportive and be like, all but right. How do you, man, I don't think I could do that. Once I love somebody, I'm like, I'm stuck there. I, I was, can't. bro, I was kept getting reintroduced to new lights mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to stop chasing the light. I went from a high school light to a college starting freshman <laughs> on scholarship to a tattoo artist on campus. It was like, it was so many lights and I was coming from so much of like a undercover darkness that I just kept running to the light because it just felt so much better. And every time you enter a light, there's women, there's, distra- there's distractions. Yeah. I'll say that's where the daddy issues, I guess you could say, can, can come in as far as like the distractions of women, mm-hmm. you know, and just not being in a stable home, knowing how to just like block out the white noise and just like hone in to, to what's with you. Gotcha. But as far as like maneuvering business. And so was the high of your relationship at, at this point or even after? I feel like it was all the way high through until it ended. Okay. So it was in your eyes, like, I know obviously like it wasn't all good, but it was all good mm. until it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was there ever a sign of it not being good where you thought like, oh, I could lose her? Like an early sign. There was, um, <laughs> yes. <Wanna>? Next question. <laughs> um, so the first and the most prominent time that I can say I felt like, all right, Rich, if you don't get your shit in order, like she might not be here. Like she'd been here was, um, it was a time when she was in college and I was in college and I, um, at that point, unfortunately, I'm cultured in, in just my niggadom and just moving how, <laughs> how a nigga move. And I'm out of school and she introduced me to her friends as the tattoo guy. <laughs> and that shit to me was just like such undercover shade. And, but maybe not shade, but just like everyone who's in this pool that I'm introducing you to, I don't need them to know who you really are. Mm. So that was the first time in my mind I'm like, okay. Shit ain't as good as I thought it could be. I need to now watch around. Watch who's around on your side. Who are you fucking with? What's going on? Because, like, mm. unfortunately, it's easy for a, a woman to accept a guy and the shit that we do. But once a chick yeah. is on they shit, our egos are fucking shot. That damn double standard. You know, it's just yeah. a double standard. I'll admit to it. Our egos are fucking ridiculous. Cause now you want to know who, when, why? Yep. Like, right. Yeah, yep. yeah. And like that, that was that broke the ice. I was like, all right, Rich, it ain't, it ain't no gravy. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. It's not funny. <laughs> I ain't it. like that shit. Like yeah. the tattoo guy, like that's some shit my clients introduced me as. 
Mm. You know, I guess mm. tattoo guy. Imagine your shorty be like, yo, it's the podcaster. No, it's the ex nigga. Right. <laughs> it's the ex nigga. This right. You know? The ex, the ex show. Like, like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> so I know you were, quote unquote, being honest with Tink. Was she being honest with you? Um, We went through some things. Okay. Um, But even with that, I feel like just how we went through that, even though it was like, emotional conversations it was kind of like an adult version of shit that we went through when you were in high school mm -hmm. but just now coming from her side yeah as mm -hmm. opposed to mine how did that feel um that was probably the first show of disconnect on my end i don't know i feel like it's it's so crazy for us yeah y'all are stronger creatures than us true you know y'all y'all will take and y'all accept because i feel like y'all end goal is so much clearer than ours mm -hmm. you know so y'all, y'all will take it. Y'all will carry it as much as it hurts, but y'all won't fold. I feel like for us, it's just like we care so much about like other things that don't matter, what people think. Yeah, you know. So like we're we're quick to buckle. Mm. And um, yeah, I just feel like that was just just that moment for me on my end to where it was kind of like I shit shaking. It's kind of like I you can you lose this, and things can not end up how you think they're going to end up. You know, it might not always be there. Mm. How did you feel or how did you take it the first time she said, like, I'm, I'm with someone else. Like, I'm fucking with someone else. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really care much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, bro. Because it's kind of like, we were just so solid and it was kind of just like, you knew it wasn't going to last. Yeah, it's not going to last. Like, all right. I'm tight a little bit, but it's like, all right. Nigga, I'll be tight. Yeah, I but... don't want nobody knowing what I got over here. Like, I'm I'm selfish. Niggas love to have their kicking. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like we... I don't want nobody experiencing what I experienced. So tighten the fuck up. It was just... I don't know, because I guess I knew I was doing my shit. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, all right. We here, we we both in college. It's like, it is what it is. I I kind of, I know I hit a point back then where it was kind of like, I, I, I kind of preferred it. Because mm. it was kind of like, all right, you know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing, but I know what we're doing. Okay. You know? Mm. Was it like fun and sexy to like be the secret? No. Nah. No. It was never Shit. fun and sexy. I never thought of myself as a secret. Mm. I, I mean, you were the tattoo guy. That's cool, but like, I don't. I knew they ain't matter. Okay. I was. I was always confident there. Okay. Extremely, it's like, all right, that is what it is. It's cool. What you doing? You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, you back over here now. Yeah, right. like I don't know. I never had a connection like that, but that's that's it, sort of toxic. <sighs> Kind of, it it was toxic. Yeah, but y'all know y'all y'all know y'all y'all know yourselves. That, and, it was and toxic, that, yeah. and that's kind of like why I felt like the nickname I chose to use was kind of perfect because just even it's a story of Peter Pan. Tink was she, she was an idea. She was a fascination. Oh, niggas love the ideas of. Did you ever see marriage, kids, oh, everything with her? So you always knew, like down the line, we're gonna keep connecting, connecting, and connecting. Yeah. And then I'll just take her serious. That's After what I, I thought. After I get the shit out, I live life first and then. That's what I thought. But she played the Wendy route and she grew up. Mm. And I was still playing. 
Now, her life always been steady. Like, she's always been successful, steady, and, yeah. and never no depressing moments for her or yeah. times you had to come and be like, hi, right, I got you. Well, there was always times where I, I was like, I got you, and she was like, she got me. All right, cool. But like, cool. there were never any rock bottoms. Like, oh my God. She became a crackhead or some shit. Nah, yeah. Nah, right, cool. <laughs> uh-uh. But nah, definitely steady across the board. All right, cool, cool, cool. So now we're entering just you as in now you, you, you're a rich pocket of tattoo art, a big tattoo artist. You got some fame now, you, you popping. Where is she in all this? And in the beginnings of all of this, it was as she grew up and she stood her ground, it was just less and less. As she got her, do you need me to say that? No, 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 no. Go ahead. It was just less and less. And um, I'll say I hit a point to where I became a, a lot a lot obsessed with success more so than my personal feels. Mm. And I think that's where shit really kind of got fucked up with me as a person, period. Like, aside from my relationship with her or anyone else, I was just so into what I can be. I was so into, like, all right, let's make this grass greener. Let's make things better. Things are better and better and better, and I can never just settle. Mm. And I, I think which is probably why I said I was okay to do this podcast right mm-hmm. now. I hit a point to where I, I understood the things I was doing to myself. I understand the things I was doing to people. I, I feel now that, like, all right, you, you're always, as long as you're doing what you got to do as a person in life, you're always, you're always going to hit a new light. Mm-hmm. You're always going to hit a point to where it's like, all right, shit's better now. Shit's better now. Shit's better now. Mm-hmm. Just because shit's better now, I can't neglect the room. Mm. You know? It's like I'm in this room just because mm. it's a brighter light. Once I open the door, yeah. I can't leave this room. You know, I got to stay here. I got to stay with who I'm with. And it's like, let's maneuver through these rooms. Right, right. You know? Right. And um, I think that just that me always chasing that light fucked up relationships, friendships, just other scenarios that I probably shouldn't have burnt, but it's, I hate the term product of your environment, but it's like, it was just me being a product of my environment. It's like home wasn't what I wanted as home. So I just kept trying to make a better home. And when I'm saying home, I don't mean like my relationships. I literally mean home. I'm, I'm the first, I might be the first, I don't know if I'm the first through college. Mm. But I'm the first like athlete. I am the first scholarship. I'm the first entrepreneur. I other than my son, I am the only male in my family on my mother's side. Sheesh. You know? All right. So let's fast forward a little bit and go into like the final moments, like when you knew shit is rocky, it's going downhill. And what played a major role in that? Being in college. Going through high school all over again in college. Um, so the girl, you had a girlfriend? Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say me and her didn't have a genuine connection. We had a super genuine connection. Wait, who, 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 who Tink? You went, no, oh, the, me the, the, the college. All right, we need a name for her. Uh, Monica. We'll Monica. say Monica. Monica. Monica works. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so off. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> Monica. We had a genuine connection, but um, it was really just like a, a elevated version of cheerleader. An elevated version? Like, like super. it made sense for college. And we both fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So from the outside looking in, I, I see we this relationship, right? Fire. And it was Small one of those. School. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so because when I got introduced to Monica, mm-hmm. I'm like, how rich pull, pull how you pull this one? Because <laughs> like fire, fire. And I'm okay. like, who like, how you get this one out of all? Like Tink is cool, mm-hmm. but don't don't do that. Tink is Tink is Tink is Tink is fire. Okay, but Monica, Monica was fire. Like, like everybody <sighs> would see Monica. As yes, fire. yes. Okay, yeah. So if you had to pick a Barbie doll, it would yeah. go for the Monica. Wow, I won't agree with it. I'm just talking about from the outside looking in how it looks. I'm not no. I'm not downplaying Tink at all, but from the outside looking in, does Monica have a fat ass? She she's well built. Is it all real? around. She's well built. All right. <laughs> like, Proceed with your questions. All right. So <laughs> when I first seen Monica, I'm like, how did Rich pull this one? And connection was there. And I was like, all right. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, what happened to Tink? Mm-hmm. But Rich was in, he was, he's this new, he's tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. He's more diesel now. Mm-hmm. Tattoos, he's like, he's feeling himself. Mm-hmm. So it made sense for him. To be with Monica. Mm. So it's just seeing it from the outside. I thought Tink faded away at this moment. So where, like, where was your mindset at? What, what, what was happening during that time? I was too hot. I, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I could do no wrong. I thought I had everything in the bag. Mm-hmm. I was living every rap song and every movie. I, I was in full character. Right. Shoot, I remember there was one time I was with, I was with Monica, with her relationship and physically with her mm-hmm. talking to Tink telling Monica when I'm talking to Tink about <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like Monica wouldn't even care <laughs> like you're supposed to know that Tink is Tink <laughs> so what, how did Monica feel yeah, about Tink she was tight Okay, <laughs> she was tight but I'm like what you foul. thought was gonna happen did Tink ever come to anybody as a woman or did anyone ever go to Tink as that's a woman that's a good question yeah there was one situation in high school where um, Tink and Cheerleader, they um, <laughs> both. Damn. <laughs> That's just me showing a picture of. I Monica. don't care. No, what, I'm, what's happening. and I, I have no idea what what. I'm Tink not showing you like. that, but that's fine. But I mean, I do. I don't care. I don't agree with the. I don't think it's because she's light skinned. I do think I just like she that. just she's fire. That. Like that's cool. You know, I'm that. here for all my black. Queen, so I don't care about and Rich that. seems like the type to all, all his girls is baddies. So. It's not that all my girls is baddies. I just feel like I mean baddies in their own sense. They I, are, and I just feel like this is commercial hype. A hundred percent, and that's exactly what I mean. Like, li- like she is the type to be bad to it's the majority. That's yeah, what I just said to the yeah. majority. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. Back to my regularly scheduled programming, right? <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, I just thought I I had it all in the bag and it was just like she kind of looked at me like I was crazy and it would kind of a whole argument and I was really justifying the fact like nah I'm talking to her 
Mm. And you should know what this is. She was here before you. And in my mind, I want to be like, she's going to be Not she was you. here before you. <laughs> I want to be like, she's going to be here But men, we think you. like that, though. Yeah, I'm we, that we tight. Because <laughs> I think like that. It but be, this has been my friend. This has been, you know about her. Like, yeah. It's just, we move like that. Yeah. It you was told bad. her she, she was here Not, before you and like, it was still cool? No, I mean, cool. it wasn't cool. It was like, like it she was, stayed? That was the beginning of World War Three. Yeah. Wow. You must be singing like demon dick. Not demon dick. I just feel like I am. If I open up to you, mm-hmm. it's like it's you and like you're you trap them. You're I don't feel like I'm trapping. Not trapped. Like you, you like you just have that. Not to say I hate saying a vibe. You're just that type of person that like people have a hard time letting go. If you want to say that, okay. I won't say it. You won't say it. Nope. Um, but I, we can in, <laughs> we can infer that. I also do feel like I've grown into my bluntness, and it's kind of awkwardly scary how much y'all like truth. Mm-hmm. Y'all will hate it, but y'all appreciate it so much that y'all forget what I said. Mm-hmm. It's I, weird. It takes a lot. <laughs> it, I think it, it depends takes on a person. I think. Yeah, I think, but I also think it takes a lot of. Um, courage to tell mm-hmm. the truth and I think that's the like attractive part of it if you could tell me the truth about it not me personally or not now like I tell men that all the time I'm like you probably could get a lot further telling the truth like about shit that you're doing than yeah. you lying cause girls gonna be like damn well he told me the truth so I mean mm. instead of lying now I'm like oh you a lying ass nigga that's just a weird space, though, because then I feel like a lot of y'all fall into the bubble. It's just like, oh, he told me the truth, so he's amazing. That that truth is horrible. Yeah, that like, truth take is that so shit bad. for what it is. Right. <laughs> take right. it for right. what it is right. and go away. <laughs> right. So it's a cycle all over the All, all over. over. But it was just like at the next level, yeah. it was a, like a new level. You know, I just broke through. I went from level and six she's seeing to seven. You. She being and like, who's seeing me? Monica uh, uh, Tink. Tink. She's seeing you in this new light. Yeah. Did her view change on you or is it still the same? She's never, she never vocalized that it had changed, but I'm pretty sure it changed because it was like we were hitting our slow fadeaway and it was kind of like, there was a lot more frequently that I knew, all right, she's dealing with someone else, mm-hmm. you know? So it was kind of like a fake, how, how y'all 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 will move on indirectly before y'all f- completely move on. True. You know? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, she was like throwing hints. Your phone calls wasn't getting picked up as much. They was always getting picked up. <laughs> well, so what were the hints? What were the hints looking like? The hints are just like, she was matching my bluntness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> matching that shit to the T. And I'm like, all right. Ooh, but I thought my juice. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was it. So- in the end, in the question that you wrote that she ended this relationship, take me to that moment. Now, realistically, bro, we've been back and forth so many times that I really don't know who exactly ended our relationship. Because it was always back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say that she ended our relationship and just stopped letting the bullshit happen. Yeah. just She put her foot down. She put her foot down and pivoted. And I... It was definitely necessary for both of us. Why you say that? Because either one or two things was going to happen. And if history repeats itself, only one thing was happening. I was either going to keep on with my bullshit or I was going to put my foot down and grow up. Mm. 
but it's like history was saying I'm just I was just keeping up with my bullshit and I was always hopping into these new lights and I felt like even now I feel like I have problems dealing with the new lights only because I am so on work and I really have found a pocket of just enjoying work and I feel like that's just haunted my current relationships and just my adulthood of just being so engulfed in work but I really feel like it's okay. Mm. It's okay, but I also need to be honest with myself. And if that's what I really do enjoy, if I really do enjoy doing that, then I need to do that openly, honestly, and not by myself, but... So you need like a, a companion. It's not that I... If I if if it's a a companion, they really need to understand the type of time I'm on. But I need to be okay if there is no companion. Like I really enjoy creating. I enjoy my space. I enjoy my alone time. Um, mm. I I don't know if it's I don't know if it's me being scared to grow up and me running. I don't. I can't even say I'm scared to grow up and running anything because I take complete responsibility. Of my I take full control of my responsibilities and I handle my life. But I, I just, I love my work bubble. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I do love a love bubble, but it's like, I guess it's like I learning how to maneuver both collectively, respectfully, as opposed to just like moving around how I was moving. Do you think it's a fear of not being in control? Nah. Okay. No. Control? Meaning like. You can control your success. You know, if you work hard and you do what you're supposed to do, you will be successful or you should be successful. Giving that control up in love is like a scary thing. So like you could give everything that you have to another person and they could still fuck you over or it could still not work out. Mm. So you don't have control over that. I don't think I'm no. That's not really it at all. I think my issue is, um, I guess, running a shop for so long, being on a team for so long. My pockets of success were very always team-oriented. And I think I'm at a point where it's like I'm not on a football team. I don't run a shop. Mm -hmm. I'm on my light by myself. Yeah, And I think that's where I needed to be to begin with before I even brought anyone else into my cycle of life. And I really want to hone that before I have to even compromise it. And the only reason I'm using the word compromise it is because I'm an extreme artist. And like, I'm not talking about like my skill set. I'm just talking about how I maneuver. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to not be able to do this with you on this Thursday because I woke up Thursday and I fucking feel like painting. Mm. I don't, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> and I don't even nice. want that to be an issue. I don't want to have to answer to you. I don't want to have to explain myself. I, I want to do what I want to do. Got you. That makes I, sense. That's you know? creative. That makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah. like this event came up. I want to go by myself. Right. I don't want to bring anybody. I will walk this carpet by myself. I'll take this picture by myself. I'll enjoy this space by myself. But then women look at that like, oh, you don't care about me. You're selfish. Like, I think women 
can feel that way when it's not explained. And it's, I mean, I, I, it could definitely be a hard thing to explain, but I, that's why I think communication is so important because if a person understands that about you, that you need that space, you crave that space in order to create and, and you need that um, time away from your relationship. Again, this is the honesty coming forth, right? I know what I'm getting into before I get there. And so if I don't have that up front and not saying like, that's not something you always can say. Sometimes it just happens. So I'm not saying like, that's something that you should know you need to say. But if I don't have that understanding, it does feel like, okay, you don't, you just don't care about me. You don't want me to come. You don't want me to be at these important moments for you because as your partner, I want to be there for you. So I think that's how that can come off. But I do understand what you're saying as a creator and why you want that space and need that space. I think just sometimes it's hard to talk about that when you don't know off the top of your head because, like you're saying, it's not an all-the-time thing. Mm. Sometimes it could just be like this random Tuesday. I, I just don't want to talk today. It, it could be a random week. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I feel like I'm just at that point to where I'm just trying to learn how to maneuver that and make that work for myself. I even put myself in one of those situations to where it's where it's like I see a new light and I gotta <laughs> juggle someone through it, mm. you know, because I'm. This is my first time being by myself going through this. It's mm. not a team in any yeah. aspect. So like I I like this bubble that I'm at. To get back into the story a little bit, right? We was doing Henny Talks at this time, and my first love got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I was going through it internally. I was going through it because I always had the what if in my head mm -hmm. for mad long. Like, all right, she's with the next nigga, but what if mm -hmm. I get back together? Uh, did, how did you find out? She, like, uh, she clearly moved on, mm -hmm. moved on. How did you find out about her like, being pregnant and, and all that other stuff? Married, everything. Mutual friends, Queens are small, super small. Um, and how did you take it? Because I took it bad. Realistically, I'm gonna say fuck y'all, <laughs> because I honestly think fucking either Jamal or Chris hit me up, like yo, get <laughs> drinking. But I'm gonna drink that back. I'm gonna bring yeah, that yeah, back. Yeah. Yo, Tink's engaged, and I'm like, what are you hitting me up for about that? You know, like, all right, <laughs> all right. Great. See, I'm not that friend. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just see it. And I'm like, damn. That shit. I'm yeah. definitely that friend. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> but it was like, it, it struck a chord. But at that point, I was already moved on. Yeah. So it was kind of like, all right. You know, it it kind of helped in a sense. Of moving on officially. Like, it helped. It, it helped. Yeah. Getting me through like, all right. I can let go of that past it was very hard for me because we were together in like my purest forms of life mm -hmm. before those doors opened and I was somebody like she was the last person I was with that knew me at my purest form of me right right so like just that feeling was just impossible to duplicate right and even just dealing with women dealing with dealing with cheerleader dealing with Monica it was always kind of like, what are you here with me for? It was kind of like, damn, am I your, 
your new light the way you're my new light and this new level up in life. So it was kind of just didn't, it didn't always feel honest and genuine. Mm. So, and then especially once I started tattooing, it was kind of like, oh, Richie. And I'm like, what the fuck you want me for? Oh, I want a tattoo. You know? Mm. So it was, it was always a weird space. And like, that was always the reference point, but it was kind of like, I can't grow up and let this continue to be a reference point in my life. And I need to learn how to manage my current space. And I need to learn mm. how to decipher through what's real and what's not. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Even with her having a baby. Huh? I, that ain't... It, it struck a chord, but it was, like I said, it was... Who had a baby first? Me. It still struck a chord, though you had a baby first. No. Let me stop. Her engagement struck a chord. Okay. But the baby then. It was kind of expected at that point. <laughs> was, shit, we both different in that. It was I expected. Think, so think, you wouldn't have shit. Been... I would have. I I would have been on ten when they, with the engagement. Uh-huh. I would have been on a hundred with the baby. You ain't healing. Care. No, the engagement. <laughs> right, but it's over. Head, yeah, at that point, bro, it's over. Like there I is no. I think the baby is like the end. Like it ends it. I was kind of. You I don't was... think the marriage ends and, it? Engaged? No, I don't think I, it's engaged. You don't have. You don't, that, I that, think they're that, both on the same level. No, I but you, that, some people, uh, 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 they never don't make get it married. Aisle. Yeah. They don't ever make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Sometimes they never make it. You're right. So uh, it's always that, still that what if in there. Uh, and a baby, it's like, oh, damn. Do you think that's because you don't have a child yet? That, yeah. Okay. And I can't explain. And that could that also that be person. because I have a child. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's different because. Now I can't experience that first time. With like, you got, yeah, you had that with somebody else. Oh. I was I was happy for because at the end of the day, like we've been through so much shit, but we always respected each other. We mm. never had an ugly like, oh fuck you, fuck this nigga. Look at what he's doing, yada yada. Look at what she's doing. He's a slut. She's a slut. Nah, none of that. <laughs> it was always respect. So it's like I'd love to see the fact that she is happy and doing well for herself. I think that's real love. That's good. Now, Queens is small. Back to that being small. What if there's a Queens backyard? There's always a backyard party or whatever. <laughs> we ran into each other in the backyard party. Really? Yeah. See? It's just like that. How do, how do you handle those, those, those situations? What's up? How's it going? Keep it moving. You don't be in the party just staring over, staring over? Nah, that's oh, what I, I'm, I'm a dweeb, then. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be over there, like, still at what if in my yeah, head. Definitely I, ran into each other in the backyard um, while I was with my child's mother. Yeah. And did she say hi to, it's like a... I don't know if my child's mother was like standing with me because it was very much of a pass. Gotcha. So I don't know if we were like next to each other during that pass. I really don't recall. And there's no feelings that come, like, come up? Like, I had to keep it like that for my sanity. Mm. Damn, see, you good. I can't, I can't yeah, do that. I mean, at some point, you got to let it go. You have to. Yeah, it'll eat you up and you just stay in the past, bro. Yeah, Married with a child, I think the time is. I mean, at, at this moment now, like the ex that inspired this podcast, I'm yeah. like, I could just see her walking. I'd be like, hi, right, what up? Yeah. Because it's so much damage has been done. So it depends on how it ended. But even if there's not damage, at some point you have to let it go. And like, as, a, as you loving that person, you have to be, it sucks. And like, I guess you kind of want it to be yourself. But like, true love is saying, I want you to be happy. And if that happiness is not with me, then. It's not with me. I ain't, I ain't that grown yet. And, and that's, <laughs> then that's grown. But that's what happens when you truly 
can grow and like really care about somebody outside of yourself. It's not a selfish love. Yeah. It's a, I really truly love you and I want you to be happy. Mm. If I would love for it to be with me, like no one's saying that that's not what that the first thought. But at some point you have to say, it's not going to be with me. So mm. if you're happy, I'm I'm happy for you. That's dope. And that's your mindset. Yeah. How to get it there. has to be. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, it was never ugly. Yeah, yeah. Between us. I just, I didn't grow up as fast as she did. And I was still chasing like, you know, she, she got it. She knew what she wanted. She knew exactly what she wanted. And to my knowledge of her life, she is on that path of everything she's wanted. Mm. You know, I didn't, I came out the womb like I, I'm grabbing for everything, you know, and I'm learning how to narrow that down. <laughs> yeah. We went to a party and you said, we was like, we were just talking about stuff I'm doing mm-hmm. and then stuff you're do- like, you said, I got too lit too early. And I'm yeah. like, shit, I'm getting lit now. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, I, I got too lit too early. I learned too much later. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like, what are some of those things? Like, why did, why did you say that? You kept repeating it too. <laughs> I was probably drunk first of all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as I felt like no malice towards y'all. Yeah. But I didn't have a me to reach out to. You said that earlier. Yeah, you said that earlier. You know, like... When what it, are you seeing now, like, in your life now to make you be like, damn, I wish I could have been this part of Rich rather than... Are you more calm now? Calm? No, my energy is my energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, just as far as honing on to what was, like, what is pure and true and honest, I felt like I let a lot of industry shit but like (laughs) I got jaded and clouded in doing what I had to do to further my career Mm -hmm. without securing my actual life and I let my career set precedence over my actual life Mm. gotcha and I think that's where I got fucked up really young yeah you know and um I I don't I don't know I don't know if I would change anything because I feel like I went through everything how I needed to go through things for me to mature how I matured. But there were definitely a lot of things that I could have avoided with the proper guidance. You know, and I won't say it's off of me being lit too young. I could have been lit young, but if I had the guidance, it would have helped me get through it. Yeah. So it's really not about the age. It's just about the fact that I had no one to call. Like, y'all got to call. Yeah. And you think with the guidance, it would have helped you with this definitely relationship? helped a lot. With, with this relationship? With this relationship, it would have helped with life. It would have helped with a lot. Period. Yeah. I think if I would have had the right guidance, I probably would have played my last year of football. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so caught up into made rich. Like, What? Ego, you are in a level you never been in. You never felt this way. This is a super drug, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it was just like, nah, 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 nah. go time. But it was kind of like, I right, once that light cut off, it's like you by yourself, you know. And it's like all oh, that shit's fucking phony. Yeah, you know. I, you know, it is what it was. Man, it I, is what it is. <laughs> Not what it you, was. I'm still going through it. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, the question about, like, your son, how how you think she may have seen when things were happening for you? Like, I asked you about 
seeing her like or hearing about the news. If she, her hearing the news, I know she probably knows. What you think her mindset is like? She's she's happy for you, of course, and like I would hope she was happy for me. And I would assume. Yeah, I. Yeah, I would hope she was happy for me. I would hope she wished the well wishes on me and my life with my family. I I'd find it hard to believe there was any malice because we were always very much well understanding of one another and just like our lives and accepting of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, bro. I don't, that shit, I feel like they, they couldn't have been any malice. And if there was any malice, then it was never what I thought it was. Mm. Yeah. You know, I feel like for anybody who cares about someone, it's going to strike a chord, but it, it shouldn't be ugly. Yeah. It hurts, but again, you happy? I'm happy for you. Nigga. Sucks it wasn't with me, but you gotta grow up sometime. I feel you. Yeah. I feel like I'm still growing, mm-hmm. still trying to get. And I feel like the only reason I was able to even hop on this is because like I kind of hit a point where it's kind of like I right, I'm okay. Because mm. you know? that's like I said, that's always been a reference point. Yeah. Dealing with any new person I was dealing with, it's kind of like what you here for, and it's like damn. What's something you miss from that relationship? I had to bring this someone I edit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to what? I had to bring it in. This is a long ass pause. Yeah. <laughs> something I miss from that relationship. Probably family. Mm. I miss her family. That was prob- that was hard. Like it was all like that's a, what I was gonna get back to next, right? It was yeah. it was all like it was a one. Yeah, because you got they have to choose. Like they yeah. they like adopted me. Yeah. I was there every day. Like I was part of we're at dinners. <laughs> I'm it I was solidified. Now that's not easy to let go, but how do you let go of that? I think that was on me fucking up. Damn, we're gonna get back in the juice. Um, so we hit a situation. Damn, I was fucking up young. So <laughs> we hit a situation. I'm pretty sure homies do this as adults because I know niggas that do this as adults. But I did it as a child. We hit a situation and I fucked up. Got her mother involved. Mm. Hit up her mom. Yada, 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 yada. Then fucked up again <laughs> after I got a mom involved. And that was kind of like the... They had to disown you now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why'd you even bring me into this if you're going to, like, really back-to-back fuck up? It wasn't kind of like I brought you in and it was like a, the next year you fucked up. It was like, nah, you just fucked up right again. You know? So it was kind of like, that was my early introduction into toxicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it was weird, oh, bro. It was weird. I don't even know why I did that. I don't at all. Like, I don't even, I don't know. It was weird. But that that's where, she like, the falling out felt. Because I felt like if I never did that, then it probably would have been harder for us to disconnect because the connection with our family would have still been there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once I did that, like, we had a whole situation. I don't know if I'm I'm sorry. 
<laughs> we'll get into that one. I don't know. Where is but Rich today? Today? Yeah. Rich is trying to better manage himself without bringing people along through his vibe. Okay. It's not easy, but um, I'm really learning how to accept the fact that I like what I like. I like to move how I like. And I'm really trying to learn how to openly either incorporate people in that or exclude people from that and just accepting life for what it is with what they do with the information I tell them. Mm. But I do feel like, especially with having a child, I am hitting a point to where it's like I do want that. I, I do miss that purity and happiness. So I, I'm trying to learn how to integrate my shadow when you say, into my presence. Uh, Integrate your shadow into your presence. It's a Peter Pan reference. Yeah, because yeah. I, I need to watch the shit as a show. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. that's a deep ass movie, bro. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, a deep it's movie. so funny. So, really quickly, the shadow in the beginning, or no, not so much in the beginning. At some point, the shadow becomes like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like you think the shadow is like good, but basically, the shadow is is one of those people that's like. Stay young, don't grow, like you're fine where you're at. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize that until like towards the end when it's like really dragging Peter back. Mm. And so it's yes, it's like bad, but it's also good because it's it's not nece- it's not really malicious. Like it's not really trying to like kill him or anything. It really just is saying, like, don't leave this completely behind. Mm. And it's really a tug of war between like that grow all the way up or not nah. stay stagnant. Yeah, stay yeah. Stagnant. it's a balance. You yeah, gotta find yeah. A balance. You gotta. You have to live with your past. Where did you see positive love or learn about positive love? You know, it's crazy because I'll be listening to your podcast when I be road tripping. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was going to be my hardest question to answer. Really? Why? Because I feel like, in all honesty, it's just kind of just like experience. It's trial and error. Yeah, I don't feel like I've seen like. An example, and, and yeah, an example of positive love. As if we're talking, that's romantically. what I said. I said, "Yo, like, Mm-mm. what I thought was positive love, nah." Yeah. When I, when, I, when I found out all the secrets that was happening, I feel like there's under the radar. I was like, "What?" I feel like there's always like hard times and positive love. It, just because it's positive love doesn't mean like it's always good and always amazing and always no, shiny. What I thought, the shit was it's a facade. It was a lot of secrets. Yeah. Yeah. But I I don't know. I feel like you should word this as the first, your first examples of healthy love. Mm-hmm. Of healthy love. Is, that's cool. Yeah. You know? Um, but even with that, romantically, I don't ever recall ever seeing healthy love. Man. I think that's something that's very scarce amongst our generation with yeah, us yeah. growing up. So if you haven't seen it romantically, where have you seen healthy love? Healthy love, my grandmother. Okay. I mean that's, that's still. <laughs> I think that's still a good example. As long as you've had it, I yeah. I, I, I like yeah. that. His grandma loved Yeah, because you know now you know what it feels like, so you know yeah. what what it's not. Yeah, my grandma loved me. My grandma loved the whole family. She held the family down. <laughs> Everybody. She got four daughters wow. and me <laughs> and my two cousins. <laughs> <laughs> held it down. What would you say is your biggest lesson learned from 
the whole relationship with Tink? Balance, learning balance, learning how to just as a person going for what I want to go for, but not completely forgetting where I'm at. And uh, maybe just honesty. Because that's one thing that we we had young. Honesty. That was definitely a positive take. Mm -hmm. As far as like we went through a lot of shit with each other and we were able to talk really young about our issues. I think that was extremely healthy and helpful for my maturation as a person. It definitely wasn't easy, but it was like, I think if we didn't have that kind of relationship, I would have turned out a lot worse. Mm. Yeah. Because then you'd be bottling everything in. Especially as a football player. <sighs> we used to let our anger out on the field. So imagine as an adult and you not having and not having the field to let it out on. Right, right. Yeah. That's that's how we had moments where I just be lashing out and it's because yeah. I have no, no outlet. outlet. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I feel like, but even with that, I feel like it could could have been and can be a downfall because sometimes I am too honest and too blunt and that's a, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother issue of its own. Yeah. For someone going through a heartbreak or breakup, what's some advice you would give them? Heartbreak or breakup. Um, first and foremost, I'm going to wish y'all my well wishes and hope that it's a healthy heartbreak <laughs> or breakup. <laughs> I am not with ugly breakups. I am not with Ugly heartbreaks. I hate when people break up and it goes into just chaos. Yeah. I think if you're with somebody, you're going to spend your time with somebody. You're going to spend your energy with somebody. I think and hope that we all can be able to separate respectfully and just appreciate the time that was spent together. That's um, the mature way. That's the mature route, but. I, on my end, I don't got beef with none of my exes. Right. Ditto. Like, that shit is so whack. Yeah. This, yeah. I I don't know if that's a Capricorn thing, but it's definitely a a, us thing. There's so much money to be made. I don't have time to think about shit like that. I ain't got beef. They got beef for me. (laughs) I'll be chilling. Oh, we don't even, they don't have beef for me either. I'd hope they don't got beef for me. I don't. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just focused on success. I'm not thinking about anything in my past. Man. And then it's like, I also feel like our, our past make our present. So it's like, if, if you didn't go through that with them, you wouldn't even be who you are today. You That's know? true. That's true. But, um, aside from them, me wishing them a healthy and happy breakup, I would like to say, I think, from my experience, I think we all need to take time in between relationships. Mm. because um, as I went through that with her and, and our relationships and our ups and downs I don't think we ever gave ourselves this time to breathe I feel like we were always back and forth by yeah. the back and forth between each other or other people to kind of just fill a void in a sense mm. and I think if both of us would have taken the time to just stand alone I I can't speak on her and I'm gonna speak on my end I think if I would have taken time to just stand alone I probably would have matured a lot earlier Mm-hmm. You know, it was always kind of just like filling a void. Yeah, it's like, nothing happens there. 
nothing good happens there. <laughs> it's just temporary pleasures. <laughs> yep. Let me just kill you. All right. Any questions? I'm about to get to the last one. No, the, the all the questions I have are too deep to like wrap up. Try one. I, no, I would do have a like a, a lighter one. If Tink could describe you, or if Tink, if we asked Tink to describe you in one word, what would that word be? Do you think? Describe me in one word. Yeah. That's a good one. Then. Sure. I'm going to probably say this with all respect to her current situation. Mm-hmm. Um, to describe me, probably soft. Soft. She knew me pure, mm-hmm. like extremely pure. There was no shell. So we we had like a a open, honest, vulnerable relationship. Mm-hmm. So it was like I'll act hard, <laughs> but that, real, that inside is real gushy. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You know, I I didn't have I didn't have a facade. There was no major lips. Mm. You know, soft. Yeah. I love when men can be described as soft. I think you guys should have more opportunities to be soft. Thank you. How do you be soft? (laughs) 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 Last but not least, the song you would like to dedicate to Tink. Well, with all of my Peter Pan references, I'm definitely going to use Same Drug by Chance the Rapper. Can you tell us about Peter Pan in that one? Bro, that whole song's a Peter Pan reference. I don't listen to Chance like that. It's fire. You know? And the crazy thing is, I feel like once I first heard that song, that was kind of like the beginnings of my healing, for real. Wow. Because a chance the rapper song. Yeah. It Man. it put it put what I was doing to myself in just like a realization. It's like, okay. Cause you know, people will, will feel things, will think things, but we can't really put them into words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That song put it into words to me and it really like began yeah. my like self realization and healing. Like, all right, Rich, you can't do the same drugs no more. You know, so that that was that was the one. <laughs> Dang, same drugs by Chance the Rapper. I had to listen to that. Yeah. Any last questions, Liz? No. Liz, look at you. I it took uh, an hour and some change, <laughs> but you got it right. I I, I, I'm glad you came. You took over the show a little bit. Look at you. Did I? I'm yeah. Sure. She been dying. Oprah Rosen yeah. letting, you talk, letting you talk. See, I'm about to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I just I asked the but questions. Great, great you know? questions. Yeah. Yeah. See? Good questions. Very good. You ask better questions than Lama. Thanks, you know. I feel like it was kind of hard for Lama because he knows yeah. you. Yeah. That's what I, producer I've seen it, though. yeah. I've seen it. I'm just trying to get a different point. Yeah, I'm just trying to get different stuff out of you. Yeah. Okay. So, and the stuff I didn't know about, like the high school stuff, the college stuff. I just, I didn't know how you maneuvered. <laughs> that shit was awkward, bro. But, but it, it made me what I am. Right. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. And thanks for being honest. Right. Thanks for having me. And reaching out because I be wanting to ask my friends to come on this podcast, but nah, I don't be touching. I don't like to touch that. <laughs> I think it's better when you're friends with them because you can have like yeah. this very conversational. It's not interviewee. And so we get to like the real stuff. Yeah. And you could say we friends now. Right. 
Are you, or yeah. what'd you say? Yeah. He had the hum. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't even sure. You buried Because I got the associates and then I got the friend. I, I, I put people in different. Nah, me and Rich are friends. That's yeah. cool. I'm, I'm a mental note this. Rich is Lama your friend? Yeah, I thought. Okay. For a oh long my time. God. He just didn't get where I was coming from. I just couldn't go to, I couldn't go to like any of the people I'm, I'm cool with. I couldn't go to them with my personal problems. You chose to. Because at you that chose time. Not you chose not to. Nah, at that time, y'all used to joke a lot. So it was <laughs> not like, about your personal stuff, nigga. I never joked about any of your well, personal some, stuff. Some, I won't say no names, joked around. I about, didn't. Yeah. Some personal so stuff. So you hurt, y'all hurt Lama's feelings. Yes, they always hurt my they feelings. They hurt Lama's feelings. Yeah. We all <laughs> yes. joked on each other. I just other put y'all all in everything. that same box. Got you. Like you do with Queens people. Yep. And I'm going to say that. I'm going to sign off for this podcast. It's May Rich. I'm up in this bitch as always. You can find me on Instagram. You can book me forever for a tat. I'm here for that and a painting, you know? I'm here for what you're thinking. Oh, that was, is, little, is that was a little bar. Little sweet rapper. But little gin yeah. I'm drinking. <laughs> Shout out to Views of the Next. We still hailing. I'm out the building. Is it still Think Before You Ink.com? Thinkbeforeyouink.com goes to rmayrich.com, so we double link. You heard? All right. <laughs> Anything to plug? Um, listen to the Oprah Rose Show, Black Girls Texting. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow your girl at Shibi Morena on Instagram and Twitter. I make a little bit of jokes, tell a little bit of truth, have some fire pictures, you know, that's it. Me and she be trying to figure out my love life. Always, <laughs> always. Oh yeah, you need a you need a wing woman. I'm your girl. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm your girl. <laughs> I thank y'all both for coming on, and that's been views of the Window closed. Windy got old. I was too late. I was too late. A shadow of what I once was. Cause we don't do the same drugs no more. Same drugs no more. She don't laugh the same way no more.